Hey guys, I'm Paco the Realtor. 16 years of experience helped over 200 families buy and sell the American dream. I'm a local expert, I'm a professional, and I take care of my clients. I pride myself in educating my clients, and I'm also really sarcastic and a storyteller. So why don't you guys get to know me? What's up guys, this is Paco Paco the Realtor. Uh, broker of RX Real Estate, local expert, storyteller. I hope everybody's having this good evening. This is Taco Tuesday with Paco. And today we're going to be talking about home values. Uh, in the last few weeks, I've had a few of you, a uh, few people ask me about home values and how to determine that and what what dictates uh, what your house is worth, not worth, you know, what's good, what's bad. So I figure we kind of go into it. Um, there's a few ways to determine home value. Um, the one we use most is a comparative analysis. Um, and um, it's the one that we compare homes to each other, right? Uh, but there's a few ones. You could, um, you know, there's a price index calculator. Uh, there's the online tools, which are algorithms, uh, but they're not the most accurate. Um, so let me start off by saying, Zillow is a great tool to start, but you don't end there. Zillow is an algorithm, and it does not take into consideration condition. It does not take into consideration necessary location. If there's, if you live in one neighborhood and the home average price is half a million, and across the street the average home value is three hundred thousand, it will kind of look at both of those things um, because they're right next to each other, as opposed to knowing that those are two completely different neighborhoods. So algorithms are a great place to start and get educated but it's not an all, it's not an answer to exactly what it's worth. And again, it does not take into consideration condition. So if you upgraded everything, it's not gonna take into consideration. And if you if your house is completely trashed, it's not gonna take that into consideration. So how do we determine value? Well, first of all, we wanna go back in 90 days. You wanna pull all the comparables that have sold in your neighborhood within the last 90 days. If nothing's sold in the last 90 days, you wanna go back 60 to, uh, uh, six months, um, and then maybe a, a little farther, right? Um, you want to stay in the area you're at. Uh, you don't want to cross town to find an appraisal, uh, a value. Um, what they look at is bedrooms, bath, square footage, lot size, year built, condition, upgrades. So how many bedrooms does it have? If your house is a three-bedroom, and there's a house that's sold in your neighborhood for four. Well, we have to adjust that price a little down because your house is not the, um, the same amount of bedrooms. If your house is a four and your neighbor across the street just sold his house and that's a three, well, we have to uh, adjust that value comp up and that to, to adjust for that difference. Square footage, we want to try to stay within 200 square feet below and 200 square foot above. So if your house is 2,000 square feet, uh, you want you don't want to go higher than 2200 or lower than 1800 uh, bathrooms try to stay in the same area if you have a big old house and you have four bathrooms then you want to try to go three plus three above you don't want to look at a house that just has two bedroom uh, two baths right years try to stay with if it's within the same neighborhood you'll be fine I say stay within 10 years um, plus or minus uh, but that's what we want to stay in the same neighborhood because if you're in the same neighborhood for the most part, all the houses were built within a few years. What you don't want to do is compare a house built in the 1960 and then across the street, a new development was built in the 2000s and all of a sudden those are comparables because they're not. 
So that's why we want to stay within, within the same years. Um, we want to look at condition. If a house across the street is turnkey, everything is upgraded and it's gorgeous and it's sold for 400 and your house, to play it simple, is the identical house, but you haven't upgraded anything, you're not going to get 400 for it. You're probably going to get something like 380 You've got to adjust for that condition. So that's why when, when we talk to you about home value, we ask what upgrades have you done or not done? Is everything still original? Okay. Um, now, you, a lot of people ask, well, what if I upgrade it and paint it and put carpet? Yeah, that'll, that'll add a little, but that's like, I call that lipstick on a pig. It's still a pig. It just has lipstick now, right? So upgraded paint and carpet, that's, it is, that's better for the eye. It's better for the buyer, but not necessarily for the appraiser. Not necessarily for the person that's going to give the value, okay? Um, it will show better, so you'll sell it quicker, but the appraiser is not going to take into consideration whether your paint is eight years old or one year old. So just take that in consideration. Um, upgrades, countertops, kitchen countertops, vanities, carpets, from carpet to tile, um, windows, uh, pool, jacuzzi, solar. Uh, all that kind of stuff adds up after a while, okay? You're not going to get dollar for dollar. If you put in a $60,000 pool, you're not going to get an extra $60,000 for that pool. You know, depending on the type of pool, if it's a basic tool pool with only a basic pool, no jacuzzi, maybe ten thousand. If it has um, jacuzzi, maybe fifteen. If it comes with the rocks and the waterfalls and the slide, maybe twenty twenty-five, depending on the situation. But again, you're not going to get um, uh, dollar for dollar. So do not go in saying, "Well, this kitchen cost me fifteen, so I need at least uh, uh, get that back." It does not work like that just understand that that is why you have to if you're going to upgrade your house to sell it you need to ask us what should i upgrade and am i going to get top dollar in other words if your house is worth 380 not upgraded and you upgrade the kitchen and it costs ten thousand dollars to upgrade the kitchen and i can sell that for 390 now well you didn't make your net didn't change your profit's the same I'm selling it for $10,000 more, but it cost you $10,000. So was it really worth it? Maybe, maybe not. If it's a competitive market, then maybe not. You'll still get a buyer. If it's an uncompetitive market and um, there's a buyer, there's not a lot of there's a lot of houses on the market. Maybe you do to get that edge, right? If you if two houses are the same, but this one has an upgraded kitchen, your net will be the same, but it'll sell quicker uh, because um, it's to the eye. Remember, what people see is what they buy. So the condition does make a difference for them. But what I'm talking about is actual value, appraised value. Sending an appraiser out to actually look at the house and value it. So just understand that. If you're a corner lot, so now let's talk about lot size and you have a 15,000 square feet versus an 8,000 square foot lot who's not in a corner, that makes a difference. That kind of stuff. Solar panels before as long as they're not uh, the hero program, solar panels can be a benefit, especially if they're paid off. Um, obviously, if you added a pool, not dollar for dollar, but yes, if you upgraded your backyard, put a retaining wall, got more land, uh, usable land, that makes a difference. Um, 
If your house is from the 70s or 80s and you updated the windows, that makes a difference. Um, when we're talking about uh, cosmetic curb appeal and all that stuff, um, you know, all of that is better for the buyer, not necessarily for you. So it really depends. So the easiest answer for us to tell you is um, start online, get an idea. But when you're ready to be serious, get one of us through that door. Call me up and say, Paco, I'm going to sell in three or four months. How do I get my house ready? And then we could do a walkthrough. That doesn't cost any money. And then we could try to figure out what you need to do or not do. Uh, a lot of people think that you have to do a lot. Sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. It depends on your neighborhood and your market. Um, if you got purple and green walls, um, it's not going to affect your value, but it's probably going to affect who can buy and, and who's willing to buy it because they don't have, people tend not to have too much of an imagination, right? So they see what they see. So um, it's that kind of thing, right? Um, so upgrades matter. Um, and then also the sales should be within the last 90 days. Like I said, unless you need to go back further. And they should be in the same neighborhood. If no comps are in the same neighborhoods, then maybe go, need to go a little further out and adjust. All those little adjustments, 10,000 here, 5,000 there, 3,000 here, 4,000 there, they add up, up or down. And you need somebody that actually knows what the hell they're doing to kind of take a look at that, right? So um, just understand that. Uh, that that's how that's how that works uh, so uh, so it's just one of those things that every house is different a little different you can't really compare because a lot of people well my neighbor sold their house for 400 and mine's better worth 420 well when you say better what do you mean bigger lot bigger more square footage better condition what is it better because we have to be able to quantify that. It's not just because you feel it's better. It's got to be quantifiable. Um, I put in a pool. Theirs doesn't have it. I upgraded the house. Theirs is not upgraded. That kind of stuff, guys. So just understand that is how comparables work. So online is absolutely a great way to, great place to start. 100%. Absolutely. But it's also... Um, where you get in trouble is if you start the sentence off by saying Zillow said my house is worth, I'm already going to stop you and say I'm sorry, but that's most likely going to be wrong. Um, they do get it right every once in a while, but even uh, even all these uh, investment companies that are offering cash, open door and all these, they run algorithms, but they still send an agent out to verify condition and location and all that kind of stuff, right guys? So that's the way all that works. So just understand that. So moral of the story, if you're looking to sell in the next six months and you need to start getting your house ready now, um, let us know so we can do a pre-inspection and let you know what needs to be fixed and not fixed, what needs to be repaired, what needs to be upgraded, or what needs to be left alone. Uh, don't assume that something has to be done to be sold because if you're in a tight market where um, nobody sells and you put your house on the market, you really don't have to do anything because the minute you list, you're gonna have a ton of buyers and there's nothing you have to do. But if you're in a market where there's a ton of listings and not a lot of buyers, then you might have to do a little extra. Each market dictates it, right? The data dictates what we do and don't do. And it's not about emotions, it's about facts and numbers. All right, guys? Um, I hope this helps out a few of you on 
how to determine exactly what you do and what you don't do. Uh, it's a question we ask, we often get asked on how that works. All right, guys, until next time, this is Paco the Realtor on Taco Tuesday with Paco, local expert storyteller. And um, we will be most likely talking on Thursday about foreclosures um, and the process of how to avoid it if you're in trouble, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, yeah, I hate to say it, but some of us go through some hard times and we need to figure that out. And I think some people ignore all of it. Uh, thank you, Marilyn. Uh, I think a lot of us ignore it or are embarrassed about it and we get into the death cycle, which I call it the cycle of um, first you use your savings account to catch up your bills. Then you use your credit cards and then you use you get a loan from a relative and then you still lose your home. Why? Because the issue was you, that you need to make more money, not that uh, you know you had to catch everything up because if you catch everything up, you're still going to end up in the same place because you're not making more money. So um, a lot of people fall into that, unfortunately. So sometimes the best bet is to sell right when you, when you think you're going to fall behind and just cash in whatever you can and walk away um, as opposed to getting desperate and do what a lot of us did back in you know, the 07, 08, 09, 010 uh, years where we did everything to save it and at the end it wasn't even worth it. We're better off short selling, walking away two years from now, two years later, buying a better house for cheaper. Right? So just understand that. All right, guys. Um, if you guys have any questions, you know how to get a hold of me. Just type in Paco the Realtor, and I promise you will find me. Uh, social media, phone, text message, or email. All right. Till next time, guys. Hey, guys. Thanks for watching my video. Hope you love the content. Subscribe below or follow me on social media. Just type Paco the Realtor.